I lack the motivation. I have no passion, no drive. Of course I have no passion. I have nothing to do, nowhere to go, nothing to look forward to, so what else is there? It's a boring life, my life. So I'm not really sure what there is to tell you, but you're here because you want to know, so I suppose, here we fucking go. I don't sleep. I can't sleep. I call it insomnia because there's no other explanation. So after lying in bed for what feels like forever, I notice the sunrise and I grab a coffee and sit on the balcony of my flat, watching the sun come up. I live with a housemate, Sonny. He normally starts playing music an hour after I wake up. Usually it's Iron Maiden or Radiohead, and it's usually loud enough for Australia to hear it. Morning. Why are you in such a good mood? It's a new day full of new possibilities. Just smell that air. Sonny believes that every day can be better than the last. I will never share that view until one day is remotely better than the last. Your glass half empty kind of guy. That's your problem. I'm just a realist. I live in the real world. You should join me there sometime. Boring. So, today's the day? Today's the day. How do you think she'll take it? She'll be heartbroken. But it's necessary. And she'll thank me for it eventually. Today I'm breaking up with my girlfriend. We've been together since high school. I haven't fallen out of love with her or cheated on her. She hasn't done anything wrong, but I can't be a good boyfriend to her. The sort of boyfriend she deserves. If I'm being perfectly honest, I haven't been a proper boyfriend for a long time now. I'm doing this because I love her. Well, good luck. Thanks. Don't stay indoors all day. Whatever. On my way to meet Anna, I visit my parents, which isn't something I enjoy doing, but Mum gets upset if I don't visit. Finally decided to pay your mum a visit. I saw you last week. Visits once a week from my only child. Lucky me. My mum isn't always like this. She's been an alcoholic since I was seven. And today she must be on a come down from a heavy weekend. We're out of coffee. I brought some. Put the kettle on then. Where's dad? How should I know? Has he rang you? No. I go into the kitchen to make her a coffee and pretend I don't know where my dad is. I know exactly where he is. I know exactly who he's with. I haven't told him I know about the affair. And I figure he should be the one to tell Mum. Hello? Speak of the devil? Tessa? Oh, the Wanderer returns. Hi, Dad. Hello, Sam. Where have you been? They wanted me to go in early. Some meeting with the head of the company. That's the same excuse he used last week. But all the drinking has given my mum a bad short-term memory, so she never remembers his excuses. Sometimes I wonder if he notices the looks I give him. Whether he just ignores them, or suspects I know how much he's hurting her. I'm glad I'm not like my parents. How are things, Sam? Fine. The fridge is empty. I'll go shopping tonight. Another excuse. After having a coffee with Mum, and a chat about the damp in my flat, I leave to go and face breaking it off with the only girl that's ever put up with me. She wants to meet at a cafe in town, the Bluebell. It's our favourite spot, which makes this so much harder. I walk in and her face lights up when she sees me. She looks so beautiful. I ordered you a white mocha. Thank you. How's the new job? Good. 
I have some news, actually. Yeah? They've offered me a promotion. Already? That's great. It's in Australia. Oh. I tried to mask my relief. This will make the breakup so much easier, knowing that she's going to move to the other side of the world anyway. Are you going to take it? What do you think? You should take it. What's stopping you? I sort of thought we'd be having a deeper conversation about it than this. Well, what were you expecting me to say? I'm moving to the other side of the world, Sam. You could at least try to look a little sad about it. So you've taken it? Yes, I've taken it. Of course I have. It's an incredible opportunity. That's great. You could come with me. No. Is there something wrong, Sam? I had something to say to you. Okay. I came here because I was going to break up with you. You were going to. I am. Is this a breakup? Seriously? But now I know you're moving so far away. It's convenient for you. Kind of. Jesus, Sam. Well, I'd never see you again once you moved, would I? I was planning on visiting you. I don't see the point if we're not together. I can't believe you. I think it's for the best. You can start a whole new life in Australia, and like you said, it's an amazing opportunity. Yes, well, if that's how you feel, there's no point in us talking about it anymore. She left. It didn't exactly go as I'd hoped. Maybe she'll call when she calms down. Or maybe that's the last I'll ever hear from her. On my way home, I pass a homeless girl. She looks at me and smiles. I give her a five-pound note, and her piercing eyes look at me. They were the greenest eyes I'd ever seen. When I get back to my flat, Sonny is smoking on the balcony. You haven't even gotten dressed yet. I've got nowhere to go. How'd it go with Anna? She's moving to Australia. That's an extreme reaction. She got promoted. Right. Well, that's convenient for you. She didn't think so. Fancy a pizza? Only if you're buying. My day was more confrontational than usual. We got pizza. It was pretty good. Then we both got high. Are you still listening? If you're not, then I get it. And if you are, then... Cool. It's kind of creepy that you're so interested in me. Utterly Hopeless, Episode 2. Sam. The voice of Sam was Tristan Beanie. The voice of Sonny was Alexander Clark. The voice of Tessa was Mick Rowe. The voice of Charlie was Stuart James Barham. The voice of Anna was Nayiri Tara. The music was composed by Matty Irvine. It was written, directed and edited by Luna Rose and is a Loud Voices Silent Streets production. <laughs>